Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. <laughs> Don't I always look great? <laughs> us will not be noisy. We will not be noisy. Wait, can you take a picture? Where'd she go? Let's be roomies. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I'm jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Village, one of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. We'll have unfiltered conversations with Olympic athletes from the ground about the daily experiences that make up a majority of the athlete life at the Games. After all, it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies. This podcast is presented by Nordatrack from iFit. You can hear us in the headphones, okay? Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. Um, okay, Schmitty, I need you to say your name and what you did here in Tokyo. Allison Schmidt, four by 200 freestyle relay silver medalist and four by 100 freestyle bronze medalist. And how many medals total is that in your career? Four-time Olympian. (laughs) Ten medals. Double digits, dude. That is amazing, (laughs) Schmitty. Um... For those of you tuning in, this is Allison Schmidt, four-time Olympian, Olympic team captain, 10-time Olympic medalist. Dude, has that sunken in yet? Well, thank you. Um, Definitely not. (laughs) I actually, the first time I heard it, I started crying at the press conference right after our swim. I thought that I wasn't going to be able to finish saying the rest of my sentence. Uh, It hit me. But, um, I mean, right now, I just... The silver medal right now feels like a gold. Um, I'm so proud of the relay members and that whole team, not only the final swimmers, but the prelim swimmers, the coaches, and the staff that put so much energy into that relay. Um, I mean, having three teams going to the world record is just amazing. And you were part of that. You were like one of the reasons why Team USA was under the world record. Um, I want to ask, like, when you're walking out, for the last race of your life, what emotions were you feeling? Like, were you excited? Were you sad? Can you kind of elaborate on that? Oh, I'm ecstatic. Anytime I get to walk out um, with a American flag on my cap is a complete honor. There's, I mean, gratitude, honor, pride, joy, love, all of those come to mind. Um, I can't, I don't know what else to say. It's just a complete honor anytime I get to represent the United States and to be representing the United States for the fourth time at the Olympics. And alongside those three other girls today was a complete honor. And I'm so proud of every single one of them. Yeah. I mean, Schmitty, you are a legend in the not just the sport of swimming, but in Olympic history. And I know that's going to take a, a hot minute to soak in for you, but I want to talk about your experience in the village while being here in Tokyo. It's obviously a different experience because of COVID and restrictions and stuff like that, but how has it shaped up compared to your three other 
Olympic Village experience is like, is the dining hall still as great? Is the McDonald's still as good? Like, are you going to have a McDonald's celebratory meal tonight? Like, how has it all been? Let me tell you, there is now no more McDonald's what? in the village. What? what? No more, yes, no more McDonald's, period, in the Olympics. Who do I need to speak to? <laughs> like... <laughs> But Japan has done an amazing job in their dining hall. The food has been one of the best dining hall foods I've had. Um, I was talking to someone earlier today how amazing it is when you walk into a dining hall and every single person walking in there is in a mask and takes the gloves to put on before picking up their trays, their silverwares, going to the different sections to eat the food. And that just shows how no matter what language you speak, no matter where you come from, no matter if you're vaccinated, not vaccinated, whatever that is, you come together in order to get through this time period, this funky time to be able to do what we love. All of us are here for a reason. Um, All of us here love what we do and to be able to come together and do all those safe safety protocols. And I mean, it's just, unbelievable um unbelievable to me to be a part of that i am in awe every time i walk in and i just see every single person taking those gloves it's not enforced it's everyone just does it yeah i mean that's like the epitome of the olympic games it's not about winning medals it's about bringing people together and schmitty that's the epitome of you and who you are you are a team captain now twice of Olympic teams. Can you talk about that honor? And now that you're done competing here in these Tokyo games, like what you're most looking forward to while being a captain, because now you get to cheer. I love cheering. (laughs) Yeah. is front and center every single session. I just know it. I'm going to be so loud. I'm so excited to be up in those stands. I mean, even today swimming, uh, Bobby Fink leading us off in that 800. Then Caleb. It was just amazing how even back in the warm-up pool and in our team section where they cannot hear us, they cannot see us, we are going absolutely crazy. Um, this team has come together so close in this pandemic, and it's a young team for sure. But it's so much fun to see all the excitement that these youngsters have and to see them step up on the biggest stage and bring home medals for the U.S. is absolutely amazing to watch and amazing to be a part of. Yeah, and you were once that youngster. I mean, you and I on our first Olympic team were just teenagers, like running around, just doing whatever we wanted. We were like, just happy to be here. Can you kind of put into words where you've come and how, like how far you've come from the 2008 games in Beijing as an 18 year old to now being done here in your Tokyo games as a 31 year old? Like what, what, how, how did you even get to four Olympics? Like, this is just incredible. Wow. I, I'm not sure if I know that answer. Um, I know I would not be in Tokyo today. I would not be bringing two medals home for the U.S. if it wasn't for my support system. 
it's been a journey and it's been a lot of ups and downs. I know that watching it on TV, it's glamorized, it's glorified, it looks amazing. And yes, there are amazing parts of it, but there's a lot of sacrifice and tears that go into it. And that's not seen on TV. That's not talked about much. It's not seen on social media. So to humanize athletes, humanize Olympians, um, it's been a journey. There's been a lot of tears. Uh, There's been a lot of sweat. There's been a lot of sacrifice. And without my support system, I know that I would not have made it these past 12 years at this stage. Yeah, it takes a village and especially to stay at a level, Schmidty, that you've been at for 13 years now, four Olympics, 10 Olympic medals. Um, it's it's truly incredible. And I think for me, having the perspective of not swimming anymore and watching you do what you do best and sticking around for that extra year in COVID, I, I don't know how you did it. Like, how was that extra year and and you're so open about mental health issues, which is should be at the front line of all of our thinking right now, um, especially with that extra year tagged on to the Olympic quad. Like, what is your advice to athletes that might be going through some type of mental health crisis or issues, or even if they, they're not and they think they are? What, what would you tell them? To reach out, to ask for help. Um, it, that is the hardest thing to do. And that's what I encourage every single person to do. Because when you get in that dark place, when you start spiraling downhill, it's, you feel alone. It's easy to isolate. You feel like no one loves you or no one can relate to you. Um, But I'm here to say that I know there's people out there that love you. And I know there's other people that feel the same way, but may be scared to reach out for help. So I encourage you to be the one to ask for help. Um, Like I said, it is not easy and that's the hardest step, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. You may not see it now, but I can promise you there is light at some point and you will be ecstatic you made it there and so will every single person around you. Schmidt, you're such an inspiration for so many people. What is next? Have like have you even thought of that? Like I I know you were going to school. Are you still going to pursue that? What you know? What is next in the book of Allison Schmidt? <laughs> um, good question. Other <laughs> but, than going uh, on a trip with me somewhere and- in the fall. <laughs> so where are we going? Um, I know. Yeah, I have a year of internship left to finish off my degree. So I will be doing that internship. I have no idea where that internship is going to be. I will figure that out when I get back from Tokyo. Um, I was laser focused on this task at hand. And here we are. Um, It came and went as fast as possible. Um, I'm just trying to relish in this moment and really enjoy it for what it is. I'm beyond grateful to be here and when I get home, I'll be able to reassess and figure out where I can do my internship and figure out what the career path is um, beyond. Well, I live in Rhode Island, so maybe we can 
get an internship in New England because selfishly, I want that. Um, so for everybody Roomie. listening, wait, what'd you say, Schmitty? Let's be roomies. Let's be roomies again, please. Um, I, okay, so for our listeners, really quick to bring it back to swimming and just the experience of being on the Olympic team as a U.S. swimmer, can you kind of dive into like the team meetings before every session and then the bus ride and then like what the team area is like, because that's stuff that nobody sees, you know, like when it's broadcasted, all people see is Allison Schmidt, get up on the blocks, swim a tuner free and get out. Like, can you talk about more of the behind the scenes stuff and maybe some of your favorite parts of that? Yeah, it has definitely been um, very, a very different experience as COVID has not really allowed much team meetings or interactions. Um, it's been a pretty quiet village, to say. Um, I mean, you're, you know how the village is. It's always very loud. There's everything going on at once. Um, it's been pretty quiet, which is good for us sleeping. Um, yeah, that's but- true. <laughs> the coolest moment that I had with this team was Outside of our dorms, um, the whole team came together and we uh, linked arms in saying America the Beautiful. I had goosebumps. It was, that is what excited me. I mean, to just know that everything that we have been through, everything the world has been through, and here we are at the Olympic Games representing Team USA. Wow. It was with each other. It was just a moment that, wow. I can, I'm thinking like back speechless. to that moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful moment. Like, because you know how hard it was to get there. Like, yeah. I want to ask, like, how hard was that fifth year added to the Olympic quad for you? It was difficult. Um, we always have an end line um, in sight. And when the Olympics were canceled, we were thrown with so many unknowns. Are the games ever going to happen? Is it going to be canceled and not just postponed? We When is the games going to be? Um, we never knew. And so as athletes, yeah, we can adapt very quickly. But in that moment, how do we adapt to an unknown? And that's something that we have had to learn is we're going to have to be flexible even with the unknowns. <laughs> um, we can adapt, and I think that has helped this whole team in that um, our success as a team can come from learning how to adapt this past year. Yeah, I think it's not easy any way that you look at it. Um, and Schmidty. You are leaving very, very big shoes to fill. And I don't think they will ever be filled in the sense there will never be another Allison Schmidt. But I am so lucky to have been on three Olympic teams with you and to watch you swim at your fourth and final games. Um, the world is cheering for you, Schmitty. And I know that whatever you do next, you're going to be better at that than you were your swimming career, which is saying a lot. And I hope you believe that. And I'm just so proud of you and 
coming back for a fourth Olympics. Like, like you are literally the best in the world for four Olympics. Do you know how like insane that is? I mean, it was, um, this was a much different games and to look up, um, I knew there were going to be no fans. And, but when you're walking out there, when we walked out there for the four by 100 freestyle relay, I was not ready for that. I mean, we were told it. I thought that I was ready for it. And to walk out and to see no fans and to turn around and be like, wait, is anyone here? Yeah, like, are, are um, we here for the Olympics or is this like a, a practice? Like, what are we doing? I had to look down on the ground and it says Tokyo 2020 on the other side of the blocks. And I was like, okay, good. This is the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> good. I got on the right flight here. Perfect. Yep, and I'm but, still confused. <laughs> So confused, but to be able to look up and to see you cheering in the media, I'm. It was really a cool moment to look up and see Team USA, and to know our teammates are cheering for us, and to look on the other side and to see you, Michael and Nicole, cheering. I mean, that was with the cards that were given. That man, I got the best cards in that situation because. You guys are my best friends, and to see the best team cheering for me, that was so, so heartful. Heart-filled. Heart filled. Heart filled. Heartful. It's a word. Heart. We'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're giving me chills. Schmidt, thank you for giving me your time, us your time. Thank you for being who you are um, because we truly don't deserve you. And we are just so excited to see what's next for you. And I hope you relish in this moment and you soak it in as much as you can and enjoy the two medals that you won here more than any medals that you've ever won. Um, because I think these are probably the most meaningful to you. And you. you are you are simply the best. So we love you, Schmidt. You're the best. <gasps> I love you too. Thank you so much. Of course, Schmidt. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Wait, can you take a picture? Yes. Hold on. Okay, okay, that'll be better quality. Okay, hold on, I'll take it. Okay, Schmitty, ready? Look. Okay, I think I got it. Okay. Good one, dude, I got it. Okay. All right, Schmitty, I love you. I love you. Bye. This podcast is presented by Nordatrack from iFit. Follow In the Village Now on Apple Podcasts and wherever you're listening to get automatic downloads. And tune into the networks of NBC to catch every moment of the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games.